0: Devotees have asked me to speak something in connection with my so called birthday, <laughs> January the third, 2024, which marks 67 years since this body fell out of its, or was dragged out of its mother's womb. Of course, it wasn't this body, it was a baby's body, but that baby's body has developed and is now having the opposite of development. It's now deteriorating, but there's a continuum from that body which was born and the present body that's seen here. And actually, the birth really takes place when the soul is injected into the semen that enters the ovum under the direction of the Supreme Lord and then the body becomes visible the body that forms from that combination uh, becomes an embryo and gradually takes the form of a baby and we call that birth when it emerges from the mother's womb so that happened this time This time means how many times, how many bodies have we had 67 years ago? And obviously, I can't expect to be another 67 years in this body. But the great teaching that Srila Prabhupada gave to the Western world, revolutionary in our lives and can be revolutionary for the whole culture, if people in general would understand this, is that we are not the body. Knowledge of reincarnation, or belief, as they say in reincarnation, or metempsychosis, which is a fancy term for reincarnation, was there. It wasn't that it wasn't known. There's reference to it, in, or allusion to it, In the Canterbury Tales, which is one of the oldest extant uh, writings in the English language from the medieval times, I first became cognizant of the concept of reincarnation while being forced to study at school, Twelfth Night, which is a drama by William Shakespeare, and within that there's some statement that something like this, don't kill kill that partridge, it might be your grandmother, maybe said as a joke, and in the footnote to that it, it said, referring to the idea that your grandmother could have been born as a And then the teacher explained that a little bit, the idea of reincarnation. Maybe I've heard of it before, but that's the first time I remember uh, that the idea came to me and stuck with me. It, It became... The concept became conceptualized within my mind. But it's... Having having received that teaching from Srila from Prabhupada that's really been fundamental to my life and how, how I live this life, uh, I was convinced of the fact of reincarnation before coming to the shade of Srila Prabhupada's lotus feet. But the understanding of it and the full import of it I got from learning from Srila Prabhupada. Yeah, and I was saying that reincarnation, the concept has was there before Srila Prabhupada really uh, publicized it in the Western world. But then the <clears throat> implication of it is that we are not the body. That hadn't been stressed to me. I had, and to so many others also, I had a vague idea that I go from body to body, but that that I'm not the body, and therefore I shouldn't try to enjoy the body. And I'm not the body, I'm not this body, so the attempt to enjoy it and the centering of my whole existence around this body is simply a a mistake. And what is our true identity beyond this body? I learned that from Srila Prabhupada. So although devotees are very kindly enthusiastic to remember me on this day although we'll be having a more elaborate celebration, if you want to call it that, a a little later in January. That's planned. They're enthusiastic to celebrate this. But really I consider my birthday to be, when I came to the shelter of Srila Prabhupada's lotus feet, I first got his Krishna book, when I was residing in a house in Ireland for some time. Uh, I didn't buy the book. Someone else had bought it. No one else had read it. I read it, and I thought I'd better find out more about this. I came from Ireland to England and found out the phone number. I I happened to know from a TV program that I had half-watched, must have been, I guess, around 1973 when Bhaktivedanta Manor was being established. And now I joined in 1975, so about two years later. And I happen to remember, Hare Krishna, I happen to remember the name of the village that they had uh, purchased. George Harrison had purchased a house for them. So I found out the phone number, phoned them up. uh, Narahari, My godbrother, who wasn't my godbrother at the time, said, so I asked if I could come. He said, "Come come on Sunday, that's best. So I did. And that was the Sunday following, that must have been Easter Sunday, yeah, Easter Sunday, following Good Friday in 1975. The date could be found out. So when exactly did my birth take place? That was now... The, the seed has been planted by reading the book and then in the embryonic stage and then my birthday was on Janmashtami in, in the sense of being formally accepted by Srila Prabhupada as his disciple on Janmashtami in 1975 a Bhaktivedanta Mana. Srila Prabhupada said that the activities are more important than the birth. He said that in relation to Janma Karma Devyam, this verse, he said that in, in relation to the Iskon temple being developed in Mayapur, that the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we may say, is more important than the Iskon temple which is not any it's not known to be any particular place of Lord Chaitanya's pastimes, although the whole dham of Navadvip is the place of his pastimes, but no particular Leela is identified there. But Srila Prabhupada said that our temple is more important than the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because between the two, janma and karma, karma is more important. The activities of Lord Chaitanya are more important. So the Iskon Center is perpetuating the activities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by spreading Krishna consciousness all over the world and bringing people from all over the world to Mayapur, fulfilling the prediction of Bhaktivinoda Thakur and the desire of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and all the previous acharyas. So, the karma is more important. Getting initiated is a big step for a conditioned soul who has been f- festering in body after body after body for uncounted births. But having come, having been born, what do you do? What do you do with your life? The birthdays of great people of the material world are celebrated. Here in India, there's a celebration for Gandhi's birthday, Ambedkar's birthday. Gandhi is famous throughout the world. Ambedkar isn't. Uh, Krishna's birthday, Rama's birthday are still big events in India. But the birthday of Mahatma Gandhi is celebrated because of his activities. There are so many Gandhis who are born. Probably every day there's a new Gandhi being born. It's quite a, well, maybe not every day, but it's quite a common surname. But not every Gandhi's birthday is celebrated. His birthday is celebrated because of his extraordinary activities he made an impression in the world. He did something exceptional. Same thing with Dr. Ambedkar, because of his exceptional activities, or probably to uh, appease the people who he was born among and uh, who he stood up for the lowest strata of Hindu society. His birthday is celebrated as a public holiday in India. But the the birthdays of great people are celebrated because they're great, and they're great not by being born, because everyone gets born. (laughs) There's no achievement to be born, but it's what you do with your life. So getting initiated is our real birth but what do we do with our life getting, getting having come into spiritual life what do we do how do we practice it how seriously do we practice it so some of you are very kindly requesting me to speak on this day it's actually a pre-recorded talk and i wish you all the best you please wish me all the best. It's the Sankirtan movement. It's a cooperative effort in which we all help each other to cling to the lotus feet of Srila Prabhupada, Lord Caitanya, all the Acharyas and Krishna by chanting the holy names Sri Krishna, Caitanya, Prabhu, Shri Krishna, Chaitanya Prabhu, Nityananda, Sri Advaita, Gadara, Sri Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I don't know how much longer I'll be among you all. The body is in the deterioration stage. <clears throat> uh, we don't know what will happen. It's quite possible that the body will go into a vegetative state or even, even the even the mind, the brain may. Uh, but as long as I have time, I want to continue as far as possible to serve the mission of Śrīla Prabhupāda and I request you all to do so. Janma Shato Kari karo pāra upakā. Go on chanting. Make your life successful by following the process of Krishna consciousness. Try to help others. It's the same basic message. As long as I go on speaking, I'll go on speaking these things. And may I go, may you please all bless me that I may go on speaking, either in this body or another body. May I go on hearing Guru Mokha Padma Chitete Korya Aika. We hear from the lotus mouth of the Guru, we take that to heart, Uh, and then we speak what we have heard. This is the process, parampara process. Thank you all for your love for me. Thank you all for your sincere efforts to serve myself and through myself Śrīla Prabhupāda and all the previous acharyas, May they bless you all in your sincere efforts in Krishna consciousness. Vanchākalpa-tharubhyaś-chākri-pāsa-sindubhya eva-chākri. Patita-anām namo namah